Hello, guys. And um, first, we're going to talk about our sponsors. Um, we're going to go ahead and talk about... We only have one sponsor, by the way, guys, not, not sponsors. Well, I was trying to give it a little bit of magic, damn it. There's no S at the end of sponsor. Anyways, um, we want to talk about 23rd Street Pawn, a fantastic, friendly place. Why are you talking For all that? your... I'm trying to sound professional. You, you just sound like your damn self. Okay, 23rd Street Pawn. There we go. Probably one of the best pawn shops I think I've been to in a long, long time. I'm talking about they offer fair prices for all offers, some of the best in town. They sell electronics, firearms, household appliances, jewelry, and more. They even do loans. They got some of the best rates for loans. Everyone gets a gets into a tie spot sometimes. I wouldn't even say And they give you some options. Um, warranties with all purchases. And as um, guys that have actually made purchases there, they are some of the best. They give us authentic, quality service, and fantastic He's equipment. still over here trying to sound professional. We want to thank 23rd Street Ponds for especially, especially giving us a great deal on a mixer. So with that, we want to say thank you. And also, you should go to 23rd Street Pond. You can also go to their website at 23pond.com. Once again, that's 23pond.com. Also, they even have a text service as well, which you can find on the website for more information. If you have any questions at all, go to 23rd Pond. They're also on Facebook, and they're also on Twitter as well. With that, we're going to go ahead and go on with the show. All right, what's up, guys? My name is Anthony Anthem, a.k.a. Black Fabio, a.k.a. your future stepdaddy, a.k.a. No Way Jose, a.k.a. Beast by Dre, all day. Now I'm just playing. He's Actually, still- I'm more of an off-market log tech kind of guy. He's still going. A.k.a. maybe some bowls. A.k.a. I'm throwing elbows like Luda back in the day. A.k.a. welcome to the Anthem Way. Not Carlito, Anthem. Anyway, with that, I am one of the co-hosts with the most, coming in smoother than the ghost, hotter than your mama's roast. And I'm DeLorean. And welcome to the, 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 Delivery Bros. And with that, let's get started. So, little bro. I think we're going to dedicate most of this podcast to some of the special women in the world. I don't know why, but I feel like this is a good topic. Oh, no, nah, nigga. You know why. You, uh-huh. I think we need to start off with what the fuck happened today? Because you Not were today. enraged. It happened last night. It happened last night? It happened last what night. What the fuck happened last night? Because you are you came in here just steaming, fuming with rage. I'm so glad mom's not here. Um, why? She probably would have cussed out his dad. Well, we don't need we. Well, we don't need that. Um, Mama Williams is um working on some business ventures. I'm glad she is too. So, um, Delorean, tell me this dude. Okay, this dude. This dude, nigga, are you from the East Coast now? I, 
sometimes I get an East Coast accent when I get really pissed. The, it, well, I ain't from the East Coast. Well, actually, technically, I am from the East Coast. Really Southeast. It. it still counts. You would be more There's like. still a coast over man, there. Man, let me tell you what this bumper glove once did. I'm just saying. It is this pussy hole right here. I'm going to Well, that's. Okay, that's. That's just just nasty. Okay, I'm just saying. Well, why, why is this up on the webpage? Can you can you switch over to the audio thing so I can see what the hell's going on? The audio is fantastic right now. We are recording. Uh, we are cutting it off like Lizzie Borden. Okay, that was a horrible. That joke. was way too far. What Lizzie Borden? That was way too fucking Lizzie far. Lizzie Borden had an axe. Give her husband thirty racks. When she saw what her when his son had seen what she had done, gave just gave so her know. son like forty one. Was it that or was it her brother? Just so y'all know, I'm sick right now. Yeah, he sounds horrible. So you understand that being sick don't help with me being stressed the fuck out, yeah. being pissed the fuck off. Yeah, his rap name is Young Scratchy. So this bro. dude, he decided he, he want. Oh, so he he listens to our podcast. Oh, he does. Yeah, he listens to our podcast. Well, shout out to him for listening to our podcast. But he listened to our podcast and was talking about some meninist shit. Ah, uh, meninism. Ah, here's my thing. Well, you, I'm not. I, I'm not against men. You know, doing what's best for men. Yeah, as long as it's not fucking sexist. Okay, so like, what is meninism exactly for our viewers? So you know what feminism 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 is? Yeah, like it's the opposite. It's really the male version of feminism. So you mean to tell me basically it's counterproductive? Very counterproductive. Ideas. Very counterproductive. Because men feel like their rights are being taken away, even though, let's what? be honest here, most of these men are cisgender white men. Um, so, what? what? Why, why do they think their rights are getting taken away? You're, you're male, you're white, and if you're heterosexual, that's even better. They tend to not like gay men, actually, men in this. So they're, fucking, so they're heterosexual white men who feel like their rights are being taken away? Yep, that's men in this. Oh, this is fucking funny. I'll continue. I want to hear more about this shit. Well, this dude was trying to say that. This dude was trying to say that fucking like. Where do I start? We'll start with the fact that he was pretty much saying that women are better equipped to taking care of women and men are better equipped to taking care of men. Now, here's the thing. Okay. That, um, let me just say that right there. That's a bold fictional fact. The truth is. If you can't take care of your child, that's on you. It doesn't matter what gender your child is. Facts. Your child could still come out to be a great child, a fucking great man, a great woman, if it's t- if your child is even taken care of by the opposite gender. I mean, serial killers had two-parent homes, and they still were fucking just horrible. That's all I'm saying. So what the fuck does that have to do with anything? Well, he's saying that only only men know how to t- only men understand men's stuff and women understand women's stuff. I'm sitting here just like, no, hold on, come on. I got some. But I sat there and told him it's like, uh-huh. or let's be let's be honest here, they refuse to learn about these things. If they refuse to learn about those things, then they're idiots. Oh shit. So basically, he took us back like thousands of centuries. And I'm over here just like, so basically learning or asking questions about women things is not necessary. Because learning about the opposite gender is not necessary. How is it not fucking necessary? Because how are we going to live together and have equality if we can't learn about each other? 
because apparently they're too fucking lazy to do it. And I'm sitting here just like, look here. Like, when it comes to taking care of a child, I get it. It, it it'll be harder, but at the same damn time, you can fucking do it. Single parenthood is never easy, whether the gender is male or female. Thank you. And I say this because we both know people, and we are a fucking product of single parenthood. Especially me. Exactly. I'm I'm the one that's full on. You had at least a good few years. That's just it, though. Mom was taking care of me regardless. I know, but like you had two parents. I even then that was that was like the most unhealthiest situation ever. Like to be quite honest, when mom just kind of like got us out of that situation and took the reins. But here's the thing: his idea was men need to be better men. And I'm sitting here, it's like. I agree. Men well, need oh to yeah, we need men. to be fucking better. But his ideas on how men need to become better men were so fucking backwards. I'm not gonna lie, this person sounds kind of all right. It's... And then he wanted to say that, like, oh well, men they're, they're supposed to be strong and all this stuff like that, and they're supposed to be the caregivers, the protectors. I'm over here just like, I'm sorry, they're supposed to be what now? Did you forget about and Oprah? Then, and then. And then <laughs> women are supposed to be the housemakers and shit like that. I'm over here just like, uh, the fuck they are. Did he forget about Stedman? I'm just saying, like, that's a fucking lie. And if you think that, you're backwards for thinking that shit. Um, yes. Because there are there are women that do, and there are a lot of women that are a lot better with a lot of things than men, especially business-wise. Uh yeah, um, I'm I'm just trying to put my head around his views because there are a lot of successful women, too many, too many to count for, that would um think different on that, and I'm just gonna be honest. Um, is he mentally all there? I don't know. I can't answer that question because that's not that's not for me to answer. I mean, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it right now. First of all, motherfucker, we were raised by a woman, a very strong woman, a woman that had multiple jobs and went to college. Yeah, she did. She got a master's and a bachelor's. Um, she got a master's in business while raising two kids. While raising two kids, two she, kids. She. Pay for a home, a house, not an apartment, a fucking house, and a car. For two kids. For two kids. By herself. Men don't men don't need to be going backwards. Men need to learn how to go forward and stop this is the shit that pisses me off. It's the fact that he thinks that men need to go backwards. Well, no. If you decide you want to go backwards, you're going to get left behind. So, basically, we should go so backwards to where we're clubbing bitches upside the head and dragging them. That's face. exactly the shit I was saying. The shit he was saying it sound like we need to go back to doing that shit. Oh, okay. So, basically, going to caveman form of rape. Fantastic. That's what we should do. We should just tell the bitches to shut up, make us a sandwich, stay in the kitchen all day, stand on their feet, bear babies, and um, what um, what else? Am I forgetting any other like female stereotypes that women should be doing? Curlers in their hair, shit curlers like that. in their hair. Um, they should be sucking dick twenty four seven, and um, oh yeah, that's like go into a whole different, you know, situation. Oh, God, hold where up. we go with homophobia. I gotta, I gotta mention this shit. 
And uh, we should he, also hate Jews he brought up a, a, and niggers a, a, and um, hold up, hold Latinos. Up. I got something to say. What? He brought up a thing called the fucking rule of thumb. You know what the rule of thumb is? What's the rule of thumb? That technically you can beat your wife with a stick that's no bigger than your thumb. So, okay, so we're going to go back to those laws as well as where, you know, back in the 1920s and shit, you know, you watch like a Beauregard. Like or something like that, just slap a bitch like in class of Casablanca or something like that. Like, psh, bitch, calm down. Yeah, because that's a good idea. Because that won't cause any emotional trauma. Because women are sturdy; they can take all types of abuse. Fan fucking tastic. That's where we're fucking going in society. We're gonna go with that route. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, let's just go all the way fucking oh, back. God, don't get me started when he started. Oh God. Maybe then we the shall. The shit that he was saying was so fucking backwards and so fucking stupid. I'm over here just like, dude, if you can't fucking learn to grow with fucking society, that's why you're going to be left behind. That's why you're going to be alone. Plain and simple. If you if you plan on trying to go trying to go back to the way men used to be, you're not going to be you're going to be alone. Man. Plain and simple. If you can't learn to fucking grow with society and become a man of society of current time, if you can't learn to be respectful to women, if you can't learn to understand that this is how women are and this is how men are now, we have to change with time. If you can't learn to change the times, you get left behind. Plain and simple. People aren't going to like you. We're not going to sit here and fucking, we're not going to sit here and fucking baby you because of the fact that, oh, you're fucking, you're fucking back behind now. No, we gave up on that shit. You know why we stopped doing that shit? And saying that, oh, that's just how they were back in the day. We stopped doing that shit because it's become too goddamn common. It's very inexcusable. It's not excusable. We stopped doing that shit. This generation, we don't put up with that shit anymore. I know. It's like it's getting. And there's no point to put up with that shit. I don't think we should have to put up with that shit. Because at the same time, I'd be like, for instance, if we were like that old guy back when we were little kids and motherfuckers yelling all types of racial slurs out of a fucking truck and shit, like you want to go back that far? That's what I'm saying. It's like if you want to go back, be my guest. But. That's on your choice and your volition, and you're the one that's going to have to deal with the societal outcomes. Exactly. Don't get me wrong. I think that there's certain topics and certain things that we need to consider when it comes to the sensitivity and climate of our nation right now. Agreed. But then there are some things where yeah, we shouldn't have to fucking not be sensitive about this shit because this shit's getting old. Oh, yeah. There's certain things I believe that we should not be you know fucking you know saying but at the same time i feel it's kind of like we got to be more balanced on it like i'm over here listen listen to this shit with him being all sexist and shit about women and i'm sitting here just like okay dude look here you're setting not only women back but you're setting men back he really is i'm not gonna lie like we we grew from from all that feminism we grew from all that shit and we learned to be better people but the fact that you can't understand that because his idea is that we don't need to be better people we need to be better men and better women i'm sitting here it's like no we need to be better human beings because it doesn't matter what gender the fuck we are mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is he went he asked me which fucking gender do i consider to be superior oh so um we're gonna go into that topic so here's the thing uh-huh he says that both are superior in their own ways you know what i fucking said what neither oh yeah Straight up truth, there is no such thing as a superior gender because the nope. thing, the truth is, both genders have their fucking flaws. They're flaws that we can all work on. 
Oh yeah, we were gonna go into the presidential election in 2016. What well, we're not Again. gonna do that. We're not gonna do that. We're gonna no, go. But think about we're it. Talk, we're gonna talk scientific wise here. We're gonna talk scientific wise, okay, right? Okay, go ahead. Okay, go. so we'll talk about we'll talk about suicide rate. Uh huh. Men have a higher suicide rate than women. Facts. In fact, they have a higher suicide rate, and their and their the way they do suicide is the most gruesome and violent ways. Unfortunately, yeah, you see more men because you know I was actually listening to a podcast talking about that, and basically you like realize a lot of men choose more torturous ways like hanging themselves or blowing their brains out or just something they would do more, something more horrific to kill themselves than um, most women would. A lot of women would rather. Unfortunately, like overdose or whatever, like exactly. And then we got women, for example. They're they have a higher chance of depression. They do have a higher chance of getting depression than men do. Oh yes. But men have it. Once they get depression, they don't talk about it. They don't. It's that toxic masculinity that unfortunately takes away from them actually getting help. Women have a higher chance of physical health problems than men do. Very true, but. In most cases, if a male has a physical problem, they're the they ones. They don't talk about it. They don't. And then, let's go again. Okay, and then we have a situation where men tend to fucking be a lot more violent, if you catch my drift here, which, let's talk about serial killers. There's mostly men. Most, oh, let, me, let me get me started with this. Most serial killers tend to be cisgender white men. You know, that is very true. It's not all because there are black serial killers there's black serial killers there's Mexican serial killers but the most common ones tend to be cisgender white men in middle class families and this goes all the way back to Jack the Ripper even further so that's like that's actually like good context right there I mean there are a few like there was a girl called the Black Widow or some shit like that yeah and she killed multiple men but like you really don't hear the common like theme of a female serial killer because it's it's not common. Female serial killers aren't common. And that's, that's my thing. Even even psychopathy and and psychopathy and uh, sociopathy is more common in men than it is for women. You know, when it comes to accidents too, just like car rates and stuff like that, men are more common to get into them. That's why we pay a higher rate for insurance because we are more likely to get in accidents. We're more reckless, and that's what I'm sitting here to say. Like too. there is. No superior race, or it's no superior race. Well, that's true, but it's no superior gender either. There's never going to be a superior gender because there's no such thing. Oh yeah, because yeah. I, I should have told us like I'm going to tell you from a nihilist like point of view because I don't have that optimism of everybody's great in their own way. I have this whole idea that nobody's great in any way. All we can do is strive to be better. Facts, plain and simple. And instead of worrying about being better men or better women, we need to learn to be better people. Because no matter what gender you are, you're still human. Oh, I completely agree. And if you can't be a better human being, to no matter what gender it is, you're you're not being a better anything. Mm-hmm. You're being a shit person. Plain and simple. And there we go. Right there. I'm not gonna even lie to you though. I mean, the whole situation, the whole like conversation. I've been thinking about. I think about it daily. How can I be a better person? But at the same time, sometimes even when you're a better person than other people, um, that's that doesn't always you know go together. There are some very shit women. And there's some very shit men. 
or very man, shit men or very shit women. Either way, like, it's all about what you want to do for yourself. Yeah, you can't really blame the world if certain people are shitty. And then he had the whole idea of telling, asking me, what, what, do you, what do you think the word man up means? I think the word man up means let's be sexist and treat everybody like fucking, like they have to be a certain way. Or man. let's close let's close men into a box because that's exactly what, what everybody wants us to be in. Be, man up just means toxic masculinity to me. That's, that's correct. That's, 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 that's the definition. That is exactly the shit that I was experiencing was a straight up toxic masculinity masculinity in its fucking essence, and that shit pissed me the fuck off because I I have never seen somebody do this shit like in person actually be open about it. I mean, in the fact that he was open about it and he was expecting me to sit here and fucking agree with him, I should have said, like, no, because that's not how I was raised. I wasn't raised to be a fucking toxic, masculine piece of shit. That kind of reminds me of um, that comedian or whatever he fucking call himself, Amir King. That motherfucker is like, and I don't give a fuck if people are fans of him or not. I think he's a he's like a good definition of like this topic. Like, the shit he says about women all the fucking time. And then on top of that, telling us that there's no such thing as white privilege and shit like that. Like, at first I was thinking I thought the dude was funny and I thought he was joking. No, this motherfucker's, like, just, like, more towards, like, like he says the N-word and shit. Like, motherfucker like that. It's just, like, you're, like, kind of, like, the example of why we're saying you have white privilege because of all the shit you fucking talk and don't think you're going to get any blowback because he hasn't gotten any blowback. I haven't seen any real blowback for this dude because he's got white privilege. He's a good example of it. It's like, okay, I understand you've been to prison, you got black friends, whatever, but you are still being the fucking face of what it means to be an inner white male. And I don't think he really gets that, nor do I really give a fuck if he doesn't. Because there's just certain dudes with their ideals. They're going to be that way. It's just the fact that if you, my whole thing is this. If you're not willing to learn how to be in society the right way, then that's on you. I mean, for real. You can lead a camel to water, but it's up to him to drink it. Exactly. I, I just, I'm straight up having to think. Like, I'm sitting here, literally sitting here listening to him. I'm just like, you're, you're wanting to go back to the way things were. But I'm sitting here just like, that's just a sign that you're scared to be in part of society the way it really is supposed to be. I fucking agree. Because things change. Things really do change. If, if, we, if we were to go back, hell, we would be sitting able to sit here in a fucking house owned by our own mother. That's what I'm saying. My, our mother wouldn't be able to own a house. Because she Not only because she's black, because she's a woman. She worked hard to get this fucking house. She's put her blood, sweat, and literal tears into this. Fucking and so when I when I sit here and hear him say that you know we should go back the way things were, I'm sitting here he's like, no. no. As a black man, because I'm saying this right now, he's talking to a he's talking to a black man, not a white man. We can't go back. No, because we know exactly what happens if we go back. That's what I'm saying. A lot of people don't understand. Like, you know, when it comes to like people, like I wish I could try and travel. I go to the 20s. I go to the 40s. I go to the 60s, 50s. 70s. You know, you never hear black people say this shit. You know no, why we don't say this shit? Because it was horrible times for us. We didn't we didn't we didn't have a good times like you white people did a lot of times. We didn't have that. In fact, in black families, we didn't act the way that white families did because we couldn't afford to do that shit. No, even if we moved to the suburbs, 
or something like that, it was still a fucking, t- fucking test. Because like, there was just certain things we couldn't do. I mean, this is even, even in current years for us when we were going to school. Like I get it that men have been kind of shitty, and let's be honest here, there are some there, the way black men treat treat other black women is kind of shitty too. Oh, women, black women are the most stigmatized of the um of the female cisgender. Thank you. They, they're the most. It's okay. Basically, the most stigmatized when it comes to even just dating is Asian men and black women. All the truth. It's just it's facts. Like sisters cannot get any love from black men most of the time because black men are like, oh, they're just too much attitude or they have this superiority complex. No, that's them being defensive because they don't want to get fucking hurt because it's happened again and again and again Mm. because they've been treated like objects over and over again. And this goes all the way back to slavery. And this is what I'm saying. Like, when it comes to black women, they're the most real of women. Mm -hmm. Because let's be honest here. They they don't put up with that bullshit that men do. Shit, my mom had to put up with that a lot. And that's the thing. And that's why I would sit here and get pissed off when I see when we see people talk about black women like that. So it's like it's not the fact that they're like that. It's the fact that they don't want to put up with men's bullshit and the fact that you can't understand that they're able to be independent on their own without some man to do shit for them. That's on fucking you. Because they were already raised in society that they got to be tough. They got to be this. They got to be that. Just to make it in the world. If it's not one thing just being black, it's one thing being a woman. Thank you. And then, like, for Asian men, you know how it is. Like, the stereotypes of they got small dicks. They they always want their women to be submissive. I've been they, with plenty of Asian men most of the times. They have pretty decent-sized dicks, and they're actually usually the submissive ones. Yeah, it's like I know plenty of good-quality Asian men that would be perfect for some of these women out here. But they never get that shot because of the fact of, well, like, I'm not sure he doesn't seem attracted to me. I was just like, there are very good-looking Asian men. I mean, hell, I saw Crazy Rich Asians. I was like, a lot of you motherfuckers are good-looking. I'm like, fuck. All those Asian I would lose, I would lose a fucking battle with this dude trying to get a girl. I would. I was I was looking at Crazy Rich Asians. I haven't finished it yet. I'm only 50 minutes in. But I, I, I paused it. Anyway, uh, I'm 50 minutes into Crazy Rich Asians. There's too many, there's too many, too many hot Asian men. Way too many. I mean, shoot. I mean, heck. I mean, we're going to go with Asian stereotypes. or like the women are sexualized all the fucking time. I mean, it's like, I mean, even also Akira was saying just like, you know, being a, um, being a adult film, like, rep figure, like, I know I'm always fetishized by my fans or whatever. Like, I'm that Asian fantasy of I am submissive, I'm lenient. Towards anything you can say to me, you can call me this or whatever. But it's just like it's it's fucking porn. It's not it's real, not life. real life. It's not fucking real life. Um, and the idea that people think that that's that's how it really is is kind of bullshit. I mean, fu- fucking porn is so fucking racist. It's you think? fucking racist as fuck. I mean, racist as fuck. Every black guy got to have a giant cock or got to be. Always, it's always that that one white girl with all seven black guys behind her. Right, or it's just like. <laughs> Really doing? I mean, you're right though, but that's I like, mean that's literally porn. Or they got to be like hood niggas or something like that, and most porn, or like the Asian guys. Honestly, I haven't seen a, I haven't seen a gay porn with a black guy that hasn't been a hood nigga at all. I know that's what I'm saying. Like it's always like like listen here, bitch, we're gonna go to your place. You got a fat booty. Let's go. Like I'm over here, just like I'm not like that. 
I was saying, it's like hell. There's a fucking site called Blacked, and all it is is black guys with giant dicks fucking white girls and maybe a few Asians every once in a while or Latinos. It's like it's all about. Oh God, they got giant dicks, so they're gonna fuck their holes and make them scream out I loud mean, in pain. Technically, when it comes to like when it comes to the gay community, it's Asian men and black men who are usually the most stigmatized in the gay community. Oh, I believe it. If you're not white or Latino, you're pretty much fucked. Yeah, because, like, shoot, they always go with the whole stereotype of every black guy has a giant dick. And they're all, no, it's not even just that. It's not even just the fact they have giant dicks. It's also the fact that a lot of the black, a lot of the black dudes, they think they're all hood niggas. Yeah, it's like, they always think it's like some fucking ghetto ass film black guy or some shit like that. That's like that's not always a fucking case. Like it's either they think it's a ghetto ass fin black guy or a hood nigga who's down low. Now, I'm right. Like that's fucked up. And it's just like, um, no, that's not always the case. But but hold up, with with Asian men, they all think all Asian men are bottoms too. <laughs> because it's like, oh, you must have a small penis, so um I'm gonna let you just um bend over and I'm gonna let you take it. So I'm, I'm gonna know. tell you this right now, that's a fucking lie. No, there's some fucking, like... I know some Asian tops. That's what I'm saying. Like, what the fuck should it matter if he did... Like, you could still do some damage, even with, like... Even if no, he did... No matter how big your damn dick is, you can do some fucking shit. That's what I'm saying. You forgot. Asians invented the Karma Sutra. Like, you forget. Southeast Asians invented the Karma Sutra. And I'm pretty fucking sure, if I think about it, in ancient Japan, they had their own kind of Karma Sutra as well. Shoot, some Asians are fucking fucking machines. Like you ever watch a Japanese porn? Yeah, I've watched Japanese porn. Trust me. So you already know, like motherfuckers be in there. They may not have the biggest dick in the world, but they are power fucking the shit out of their fucking yeah, they are. like sexual partners in the fucking porn. That's what I'm saying. Like that that makes no fucking sense to me. Like why do they got to be stereotyped? Like shit, I know plenty of girls who have Asian husbands or lovers, and believe me. He's putting it down either way. Even if he did have a small dick or a big dick, he's putting it down. He's dicking her down real well. Uh, Yeah, so uh, watch out because Asian dudes can fuck your girl. Especially right now, Asians are on top right now. They are on fucking top. They're like, man, we can't stand the stereotypical shit steal anymore. steal your girls. Like, these motherfuckers will steal your girls. Right. Some of these motherfuckers, like, I remember going to the club, man. Some of these Asians be out there. They be buying, like, VIP and shit like that. Got, like, five, six girls at the table with mm-hmm. them. Look, hold up, we we went off subject though. Let's let's let anyway. What I'm saying is I'm a, I'm a end, I'm gonna end it on this note because women, ladies, y'all adults. A lot of y'all are the ones that are adults. Y'all grown. Y'all don't need a man to be telling you how to how the hell you should be. Period. And men. I don't. I don't know. I, I hope to God y'all don't think that y'all have to be a certain way to be a man. You don't. Be your damn self, and by being yourself, I mean be yourself. Whatever makes you happy is how you're supposed to be. Not whatever makes society happy. And what society wants nowadays is for you to be you. But of course, let's be. Let's let's talk about this for a second too. What's up? Respect women. Learn from women. Learn about the opposite sex because if you learn about the opposite sex, you'll understand about the opposite sex a lot better. And that's how you'll be able to be more – you'll be able to be with women a lot better that way. 
You'll be able to have better relationships with women that way. No, it's the same fucking thing. Women, same thing. Understand men. But at the same time, if you got to understand that if men are acting a certain way and it's not comfortable for you, you oh, straight up tell them. You yeah, put them you, in their goddamn place. You say, motherfucker, get the fuck away from me. Plain and fucking simple. Because here's the thing. Being, a, being in that old idea of how men and women should be, that's not okay. No, it's not. That shit was not okay. Going back to the past because we're so uncomfortable with change, not okay. Never. We are supposed to evolve constantly. How we think we're supposed to evolve As constantly. As a human race, we're supposed to evolve. So, if things are now where women are the ones that work and men are the housekeepers or whatever the fuck it is. Hey, if a dude's a house happen. dad, let him be a fucking house dad. And if you are a single father taking care of a daughter, you can treat you can, you can take care of your daughter perfectly fine. Yes, you because can. Because if, if you don't know something, the great thing we have nowadays, it's called Google. It's called YouTube. I know motherfuckers that do their daughter's hair. And I'm going to tell you this right now. I don't give a damn what that, what that man said to me. Because I'm going to tell you this right now. A man can learn how to take care of his daughter because the great thing that we have nowadays, we have the technology, we have the information, we have all of this stuff. If yes. you can't figure that out because you choose not to learn it, that is on you. Exactly. You got female friends. Ask them, like, hey, how do I do this to my daughter's hair? That way she's ready for school. And once you I, learn, you'll know. I mean, true. Um, Hell, start teaching other men how to do this stuff for their true. daughters. There's a rapper by the name of Rico Freeman. He's local, okay? He um he put up a video of him doing his daughter's hair because he's a single dad. He takes care of his baby girls. And that's so, what you're supposed to do. That's what I'm saying. Like you don't need a like like you don't need a man to tr- you don't need a man to take care of your sons, and yep. you don't need a da- you don't need a wife to take care of your daughters. If, or vice versa or whatever. Exactly. So it just, that should never be excused because of gender. No. It, it never should be. Just remember that. How, and then how you raise your children um, and how they identify themselves, a lot of that is going to come on how you bring um, raise them too. Mm-hmm. So you got to be careful what you say and do around your kids mm-hmm. because that can affect them later in life. Yes, it can. Either way, they're your kid. They deserve to learn from you and grow with you. His whole one of his okay, one of his, one of his things was the fact that he couldn't figure out how to find tampons for his wife. Okay, really, tampons are not that hard to find. Hell, I've been tampon he, shopping. He sat there and asked me, "He's like, how do you know a tampon is? Like, what's two drops? Like, I'm sitting here just like, I wouldn't know. I'm I'm gay. I've never been in a relationship with a woman to where I can understand that. Hell, but at the same time, if I was in that situation, I ask her what the fuck is wrong with tampon runs anyway it's not like it's not uncomfortable he didn't know what the fuck to get he was asking, though, there's like a lot of old he was, he, guys they, they asked him they, they, he, he literally didn't know what what the fuck the drops meant i'm serious like i'm pretty sure that means how heavy the flow like he's like yeah is it, how many drops is it how many drops like one two or three drops and it's like well if it's more drops it sounds like it's be a heavier flow yes. it's less drops it'd be a light flow it's like well how would you know she flows heavy you fucking ask her. You fucking ask her, hey, what's your brand? Do you prefer tampons or do you prefer pads? Simple. Exactly. It's not that hard. Like, like if you don't know that, then you aren't paying attention to your relationship with her. Like, in previous relationships or even for, like, people I care about, family or whatever, I've gone on tampon runs. Because you ask. I fucking ask. Like, hey, what's your brand? What do you like to wear? Do you wear maxis? Do you wear tampon? Um, do, you, do you wear do you wear do you wear do you wear liners? Do what do you do? Like for real, let me help you. I know you're not feeling good. Boom, 
Because like it's it's plain and simple. Like that shit. Like doing shit like that. Learning from, for learning and asking them is the best thing to do because then you learn. Exactly. And then from learning that, you could help out. If you had a daughter, you could help out your daughter. Exactly. And your daughter needs to. You need to know from your daughter. Hey, how bad is it? What kind? Like, do you want me to do tampons? Do you want me to do maxis? What do you want me to do? I got you. Bam. And simple. Because it's not that fucking difficult. Literally. Just asking the question of what do you need and how can I help, that is what you're supposed to do. Yes. Sitting there saying that it's a it's a female problem and leaving it just to them, that's good too. But at the same time, be there to help them because her problems are your problems too. I agree. So with that, uh, we're going to go ahead and segue into another topic. Um, so I've been doing um, a freelance report Um with some um, some Instagram models or adult figures or whatever they like to be called, erotic uh, figures. And it, um, basically, I was just kind of curious, like, the day-to-day life for a girl who is um, in the adult industry or, um, or a public figure or model, whatever they like to be called. Right. So um, I think for the next couple of weeks, I'm going to do, like, a segment on this. Okay. So... The first person that um, I had um, had contact with is a woman by the name of Lily Winters on Instagram. And I asked her a few questions, some of the basics, just kind of get more insight on why, how, what makes her want to do this, this kind of thing. Because, like, I feel like they get a bad rep because they're like, oh, you're just taking your clothes out, you're a slut, blah, blah, blah. That's not really the case. A lot of these girls are business women trying to make some money. Yeah, they are. And heck, sex sells. That's just a real true, true thing. If you're mad that they that they selling their body or their bodies in a way to where they can make some money, that's on you, bitch. I mean, hell. I even talked to mom about this. You know what she said? She said, "Fuck it, ain't no shame. If you're making your money, you're making your money. You're paying your bills. You're doing your taxes. Whatever the fuck you got to do." Breach. And so, Miss um, Winters, I appreciate you for this interview. So we're gonna go ahead and start. So, first thing I ask, you know, the basics. What's your name? How old are you? And where are you from? Um, she is 28, nearly 29 on Star Wars Day. Oh. And yeah. uh, she's from Bristol, UK. I asked her, how long have you been with the industry of eroticism? I started mid last year, but I might have dabbled in the idea of branching into the sex industry for a long time. But it's easy to be dissuaded by either yourself or partners. And just how sex work is widely viewed by people. Yep. Um... Why did you get into the industry? As I say, it's been in the back of my mind since I was like 18 or 19. I suppose the final push was just understanding that I would live to regret it if I didn't at least try. I'm interested in branching out, being a dominatrix, has always fascinated me for quite a while and still doing something I would love to do. How's your work affected any personal, has your work affected any personal relationships, I asked her. Um, she said, not nearly as I had braced myself for. A friend of mine who goes by um, Nehru is a um, very successful adult model and a suicide girl. So I wasn't expecting much backlash from my social group. My family uh, were surprisingly accepting also, but they, um, they know I'm very headstrong and often stubborn in my decisions. Um, not uh, So not much point trying to talk me out of it uh, pardon me as um, long as I'm safe 
the only negative reactions were some extended family members who I have not spoken to since, but I got over it pretty quickly and was more surprised by how negative they were towards me for doing something that has no impact on them, which I can pretty good understand. Like, 100% understand I mean, that shit. You ain't going to get everybody's approval in doing what you love to do as your job. This goes even for regular people that want to do things like, for instance, I want to be... I want to be in, you know, media and music and all types of stuff. So it's just like I can't look for other people's approval if this is something I want to do. This is my goal. This is my dream. Right, right. So I respect the fuck out of that answer. Um, have you received any controversy since you began your line of work? Not yet, but it doesn't take much to go viral. So far, it's been pretty low-key. I try to keep my unrelated opinions separate from my work. Easier said than done sometimes. Yeah. I mean, there are some girls who have been in that light, and some of them were able to get through it, and some of them weren't. Yeah, that's true. I mean, this goes all the way back to even just the Kardashians. Yep. So, I mean, it's basically how you work. I mean, they say all publicity is good publicity. But sometimes it's not. I mean, look at that girl Momokun, like, with her controversies and stuff. I was actually trying to uh, talk to her see if she would do an interview. Well, she's kind of, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's whatever on that one. Um, I see you have a pretty decent following of fans. Do you find it overwhelming with the amount of followers you have? Well, I just hit 15K on Instagram, which is pretty damn good. That's a pretty damn good um, amount. That's a lot of fucking guys or yeah. girls or whatever. Or both. It could be both. Who knows? It's probably both. I mean, she is a beautiful young lady. Yeah, she is. Which is awesome. Some days... And she has cute cats, by the way. Yeah. Um, your cats are adorable, girl. They're really adorable. Yeah, because uh, she told me to let her know when we post this one. Awesome. Okay. Um, some days it can feel a bit much when my inbox becomes flooded. Mostly, I just get days where I'm pissed off at the number of guys or people trying to get free content, being rude, or sending pictures. Well, of course. I mean, you're trying to make motherfucking money. And mm-hmm. these motherfuckers are going around asking... And this ain't the first time I've heard this shit either. So it's just like, I, I'm sorry that you got to go through that shit. And um, or sometimes dudes are sending pictures or people are sending pictures, some that I never asked to see. On those yep. days, I just put my phone down to pick up a book for a few hours. <laughs> Me. I, I don't blame you. <laughs> like, Literally. That is, that is, I don't blame you. It's like, shit. I feel like I just saw some Indian shit. I didn't go read a fucking book. Like, fuck. <laughs> I just lost some fucking brain cells from this fucking like, conversation. Like, I could understand that because that's that's the shit that I have to deal with. Like, when I was on Grinder for, like, the longest time, that's the shit that happened all the time. Men will just send you random dick pics trying to hook up, just thinking, like, that's perfectly fine instead of having a conversation first. Like, see my dick? Like, What's I get it. Sense? I'm on there to hook up. I get that. But at the same time, don't just fucking send me a dick pic. I didn't ask for a dick pic. I mean, a lot of these girls even say, like, it should, it should be even right there. Like, I didn't ask for your fucking dick pic. Motherfucker, I thought you were going to buy my content. That's why you're a fan of my page. That's And that's exactly the thing. Like, this is a job for her. Yeah. And that's exactly why I say this is a job. This is not, this. you can't just ask for free shit mm-hmm. when this is a business. It's like, she doesn't even know you. Why would the fuck would I do that? That's not going to be good for my brand. Thank you. So, like, I, I was like, you know, I was actually surprised she actually talked. Uh, she actually uh, wrote me back. Because I'm glad she did. I'm glad she did too because, you know, they always get the stigma of like the Instagram models are all about themselves. Da, da, da. They, you know, like no, 
They're just trying to run a fucking business. If you're running a business, you ain't going to give out free shit all the damn time. It's like, hey, you got a couple pics on Instagram. This is what I do. And you want to go. It gives me back to my next one. Um, so, um, is it a challenge to provide content consistently to please your fan base? Yes, I feel like I don't make nearly enough new content right now. It's something I've been trying to work towards improving. This is mostly down to personal issues and mental health. I find modeling can help my self-confidence and acceptance. However, I have days where I literally can't look in the mirror without being upset. The other problem is finding affordable, reliable, non-creepy photographers to do work with. Oh, girl, that's, that's really hard to do. I've sadly been let down four times so far this year, and it's only just February. I was like, I, they don't realize, like, you can't just put, like, regular camera selfies and shit when, they, um, when they're trying to look good. They need somebody that's going to make them look like, hey, make this look good, put a little bit of lighting here. And photographers aren't cheap. I know. That's fucking expensive just to get an hour session with some of these motherfuckers. That's what I'm saying. Like, and then a lot of these dudes are secretly trying to be recruiters for other bullshit. A lot of times it's some creepy shit. Exactly. Some motherfuckers are posing to be, oh, yeah, I'm a photographer. And you also got to worry about sex trafficking. Yep. You got to worry about motherfuckers trying to fucking blackmail you. Yep. Like shit like that. And that's one of the that's one of the issues where I'm just like, I can understand that shit. Because like, it is some shit that happens. It's fucking scary. And then, she, and then I asked her, can you explain to me what OnlyFans.com is? Because that's um, one of the platforms she uses when she does her more erotic pictures. Yep. And more. I, I, I know what OnlyFans is. Yep. <laughs> I, have, oh. I, I I I know what OnlyFans is. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, they got one. Do the, um do some guys do it? Oh yeah, there's there's guys that do it too. Shoot, all right, we need to talk about that because I want to get some men too perspective yeah. too. We gotta work I, on that. Literally, you could find a lot of well, they left Tumblr. They all left Tumblr. Well, I mean, a lot of people fucking left like, Tumblr. A lot of the a lot of the guys that are on OnlyFans now, they used to be uh, people on Tumblr that were posing and stuff like that, but they moved from Tumblr over to Twitter. If I can find a certain person, I, I might be able to. But I don't know. Yeah, because really I would love to get the male perspective of them being in the industry, too. Because, I mean, I think it works both ways. I know it's got to be stressful either way, whether you're a woman of the industry or a male of the industry. Yeah. Especially men, because, like, women control the industry now more than ever. Yeah. I mean, of course, you know, there's still a the few male hands that kind of had their own touch on it. Mm -hmm. But, like, for male adult performers or um, whether they're doing erotic content themselves or whatever, I could see it being a little bit more of a challenge. Yeah. So, um, so I asked her, can she explain what OnlyFans.com is? OnlyFans is a great platform to set up easy to use monthly subscriptions to your content. The creator has complete control over what is on there and has no censorship. We also get to set the subscription prices and you can cancel or subscribe as often as you like. Yeah. Which is really nice. Especially like, uh, nudes Patreon. Yeah. I think you can do that shit on Patreon as well. I mean, yeah, right. You can do Patreon, but I I think OnlyFans seems to cater a little bit more. It caters more towards people that are, you know, doing the modeling or modeling the like lewds that. or whatever they want to call them. Yeah, no. Um, have you found it to be very lucrative being a um, being a figure in eroticism? It can be depending on your popularity and limits. I only sell pictures and video content that can be borderline pornographic. I have also so, um, sold worn items and created custom content. I mean, you can get a lot of money selling worn items. True. Motherfuckers will really pay for used panties. It's disgusting, but yeah. I mean, motherfuckers will do it. I mean, that's some people's fetish. 
Some people are into that. Or hell, even use socks or stockings. I mean, shoot. It's like it's a kink for a lot of people. Um, let's see here. I ain't going to kink shame. Exactly. I, I got f- my own kinks. Right. I frequently turn down escort work and paid private photo shoots. This is where the bigger money is, but I'm not interested in doing this. And it's risky, um, and it can be risky if done um, when done privately. Well, understandable, because you know there are some fucking creeps out there. There are. Like motherfuckers will do anything just to get a piece of ass. They'll do whatever, and it's fucked up. Yeah. They'll, I mean, I, I see where the insecurities can lie in this situation. As a woman in the industry, do you find empowerment in this line of work? That really boils down to my mindset on the day. Overall, yes, I do feel empowered. I'm working for myself, using my body, and I can choose to set prices as I wish and refuse anybody who was rude and obnoxious. Hey, that's one. Hey, I give you credit for that one because fact is, it is something that is a power move, I think, because you get to make the choices yourself true and i'm glad you work for yourself i respect that i know sometimes because like for us we're trying to work for ourselves and it can be tough and i can only imagine the challenges you got to see especially being a woman so we appreciate that have you had any troubles in your line of work let's see perverted photographers expected sexual favors for payment people lying and trying to trick you into doing more for less or nothing, witnessing other workers being unfairly criticized, harassed, or bullied, seeing pages trying to push content of underage girls and they aren't taken down, whereas my first page was deleted by Instagram with no warning or explanation. These are unfortunate regular issues with being a sex worker on social media, but I do my best to safeguard myself and others. That's good. And it sounds like these dudes that be putting underage girls are a piece of shit. I can see your frustration on that one and just know that um, we're fans of what you do because you're stepping out of the box and doing what you love to do Yep. and I'm sorry that you've had so many struggles and this goes out to anybody that does this line of work sincerely we mean that um, but yeah so I asked her um, where can people follow her on social media um, follow and subscribe to her um She's actually really cool, really nice. She'll, of course, you know, she got the erotic pictures, but she also tries to show a little bit of day-to-day life as well. Like her kitties. Her kitties are really her awesome. Her kitties are so adorable. Well, see, I'm gay, so I, I can't, I don't have, I have any sexual gratification from looking at her pictures. But when her kitties are there. Oh, she added us back, by the way. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, she was super nice. Like, I, I have nothing bad to say. She was funny as fuck, too. She has really cute cats. I love her cats. She, she's definitely um, a British lady. If I could say a British madame, very, very cool, very polite. Um, last but not least, where can everybody find you on social media? I asked her. She said, um, "Thank you so much for talking to me, uh, talking with me. You can find me on Instagram at Lily um, Lily Winters UK or Twitter um, at Lily SGH. Once again, Lily Winters UK for Instagram or for Twitter at Lily." S G H, and that's Lily with L um, two L, so that's L I L L Y dot Winters W I N T E R S dot U K, or Lily S G H. Once again, so um, we would definitely like to thank uh, Miss Winters for definitely taking the time to talk, and um, 
giving us her views for what her standpoints are. Hopefully we can do more reports about uh, some of these young ladies. I was talking to a lady from France. Um, I know she's working on it right now. Hopefully I get back to her mm-hmm. um, sooner or later. And um, if there's anybody out there that does any type of adult modeling or anything of that nature, feel free to reach out to us. Agreed. Um, you can talk to us on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Um, you can find us on uh, Facebook.com. Feel free to reach out to us because we would love to hear your side, your thoughts, and your story. Um, with that, um, that was my segment on that. And it looks like we're at 51 minutes. Wow. wow. And I don't really have much else to say cause I'm, uh, other than the fact that I'm sick still, guys. Yeah, you sound like shit. So um, I'm ready to end the podcast. <laughs> I'm ready to end the podcast See, now. Yeah, because he's already fucking dying on the microphone and shit. Sorry, guys. It's like... I've been over here coughing. I've been, like, trying my best not to cough. With your donation, mic. we can help this young child. Oh, my God. One dollar. Anyway. One dollar can go a long way. I know this is, like, this is technically still shorter than our normal episodes, but... Oops. Shit, I got One dollar a long to way. Mic. I know this is shorter than our normal episodes, but I'm going to go ahead. We're going to have to end this. Are I'm we going to end this right now? I just have one more thing to say. Anyway, this has been DeLorean. Bye, oh, I everybody. Have more, I have one more thing to say. Is it important? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so um, I was sitting there, and I was like, hey, I'm mom. about to. I will close. If it's not important, I will shut this so shit down. I, I was talking to mom. Well, you, oh, the way he just said that, it was like he was like in a death scene. Oh, God. Uh, I can't believe it. It's over. You're the one that killed me. Can you continue so we can do the podcast? <sighs> okay, so. So I can get home so I can go back to resting. Yeah, because you need to get back to bed with your dirty ass. Anyway, so um, what happened was, um, so I was asking mom a question. I was like, so mom, um, I, I, need, your, I need you to um, listen to what I'm about to say. And she was like, what? It's like, if this podcast doesn't work out, I was thinking about what I'm going to do next. She was like, what? So I got on my knees and pretended I was giving a blow and I was a drug addict trying to get some fucking meth. <laughs> she fucking died. She was like, Anthony, get the fuck out of the house. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, everybody. I'm done. <laughs> okay, meth addiction is not funny. I hope that anybody that is out there that's addicted to drugs Lord Jesus. get some help. All right. But at the same time, if you would have saw what I just did, it was fucking funny. All right. Bye, everybody. It's been DeLorean. Oh, hold on. I haven't even said my, uh, my, my outro yet. I know. I heard him say damn outro. Okay, this is Anthony Anthem, a.k.a. Black Fabio, a.k.a. Your Future Step Daddy, a.k.a. I love my little brother and I love my mother, a.k.a. This has been the Delivery Bros. Thank you so much for coming. Bye, everybody.